Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 39, when you're alone on Thanksgiving. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am Mindy Barnett, and this is very unique for me. I have yet to do a solo podcast, but I am taking advantage of the fact that my show falls on Thanksgiving this year to talk to you a little bit one-on-one about being single on Thanksgiving. Because if you're in the dating pool, even if you are dating a significant other, um, unless you've really established yourself as a quote couple, you're still single. Um, maybe you're not celebrating holidays together. Maybe your other half has children that you've yet to meet and it's a little bit tricky. Um, or maybe you're like myself and you're not in a relationship. I haven't been in a relationship since my divorce, which was four and a half years ago. I've definitely had boyfriends. Um, and I've had really deep, um, connections with some special people, but I have not been in a situation since being married where I have celebrated holidays with someone, um, whether that be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's day, birthdays, the 4th of July, (laughs) anything like that. Um, I have not had anyone to exchange. Well, that's not necessarily true. Like little gifts with certain people, but nothing significant, certainly. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It definitely is. I, um, the holidays are always a time when, you know, you, you look at loved ones, whether they be, you know, brothers or sisters that are married, um, or friends that are, you know, you know, in relationships or married or whatever that may be. And even if, you know, the, they always say the grass is always greener, you know, and I do believe that, but, you know, for that time, it's, it's nice to have someone to hold your hand and to kind of cuddle with and, you know, just be, um, have some peace and some downtime with. And I really miss that. And I, you know, really would like that. And I think that, you guys probably feel the same way too. So I just wanted to take the time to be a little vulnerable for you and, and share with you a little bit about how I kind of get by um, and try to make the most of the situation. I happen to be very lucky in the sense that um, I have two very, well, knock wood, healthy and living parents. Um, I have a sis that lives close by, by the way, they're about 15, 20 minutes away from where I live in New Jersey. 
Um, when I'm in New York, they're obviously a little further away, but, um, you know, they, either way, they're not super far. Certainly I can get to them with a car ride. It's not like I have to hop on a plane or something like that. My sister who is, um, very close in age with me lives close to me in New Jersey as well. And I have two beautiful and amazing children that, um, I very close with certainly, the issue, though, is that they're not always with me on the holidays because they obviously have a father and we go back and forth taking turns on who has the kids um, for all the holidays and including Thanksgiving, obviously. So I'm going to stick with that. So this year is his year. And so therefore, I'm going to have the kids for just a few hours, probably in the morning so that they can spend a little bit of time with my parents, their grandparents on my side. And then they'll go back to their dad and then they'll be with him for the day and have the traditional Thanksgiving dinner with him and his family or however they're doing it because we're living in COVID right now. Um, but either way, they won't be with me. And that makes me obviously a little bit sad, especially because they don't have a significant other to you know spend time with. Um, so what I'm planning to do when I give them back to their father is to just try to use my time in a productive way. I will, I think it's supposed to rain this year. So my intention was to take a, a really good walk slash hike. Um, and in this really pretty area, that's not far from my New Jersey home that I like to go and spend time in when I'm able to get out and kill like an hour or something like that for exercise. I'm limited right now in terms of what I can actually do exercise wise, because I had surgery as I've shared with some of you. Um, but I I'm getting better and I'm on the mend. And so I was hoping to do that, but if it does indeed rain, um, that will kind of put the kibosh to that plan, but I'll, I'll do something else productive. Um, I'm intending to start my second book this weekend coming up. So maybe I'll sit down and do a little outline. And I know that sounds like, Oh, Mindy, you're going to be working, but I enjoy that for me. Writing is really kind of therapeutic and a release and, um, more of like a, I don't want to say a hobby because I earn a living doing that too, but it's, it's very rewarding. Um, just like public relations is, but it's a little bit different in the sense that it's almost self-indulgent. So I don't really view it as quote work. So to do something like that would be completely fine. Um, I've been reading a ton of books since the pandemic began and about to crack open Barack Obama's book. So I'll probably start that and um, I probably will catch up with some friends and things like that on a FaceTime. I'm hoping if they have time to do that. And then I am having my mother and father over to my house for dinner. So I won't fully be like alone in the sense that I won't I'll be physically by myself, but alone by alone. I mean, I obviously am not with a boyfriend or something like that. So that's how I'm planning to spend my, my, my day, um, this year, years past that I didn't have the children. Um, I remember one year specifically about three years ago was especially difficult for me. It was my second, um, Thanksgiving by myself divorced. And that particular year I did not have my children. I was also in not a relationship, but I was connected to somebody and, we couldn't be together. And I was very sad about that. Um, and I woke up to a, a very silent house, which I thought was really weird because that's typically not the way I remember Thanksgiving, especially when I was married and the house was like eerily quiet. And it just seemed like 
I was really isolated and um, I was very sad. So instead of like kind of wallowing in my loneliness, I, that year wasn't raining. I, I was training for a marathon um, and I decided to just go by myself to a park and, and run. And I have to be honest, like, well, that was awesome. And running definitely brings out like my best mood to say the least. I would pass older people who were taking a walk around the track that I was running and they were holding hands. And like, there was a lot of families in the park and like things like that. So that kind of made me a little bit sad, but I was just focusing on myself. I tried to, every time my mind would wander into somewhere kind of ugly, I would whip it back to the present and what I was trying to do. And that was run in this awesome marathon in Disney world and, you know, trying to get into shape. And I was reflecting on the fact that I could eat extra turkey because <laughs> I was like running basically like, you know, I think that day I ran, I believe 17 miles. Um, so it was, um, you know, it, it, I turned like kind of a salty start to the day to something that was really, really sweet. So I kind of did a little research. I wanted to share some advice and tips from some therapists and things like that for you guys out there who are indeed single. And I know um, this year is especially difficult because even if you're single um, and you would normally have been with family or friends, you know, to have some company, it's not always the case because of COVID this year. It's all very, very hard, but I strongly encourage you to get onto a zoom or get onto a uh, FaceTime or whatever mode of communication you can just to connect with another person, whether it be your family um, or someone special to you. Maybe it's a former love that you're still friends with, or maybe it's, um, you know, just a really dear friend or someone that you've lost touch with just to say happy Thanksgiving. It's a perfect excuse to call someone. Um, and I think that it would really brighten your spirits too. So the very first tip that I wanted to share with you, um, from some of the research that I've done. And by the way, I want to share that, you know, in today's day and age, 27.4% of households are single parent occupants or single occupants, I should say, not necessarily parents. So there's a, a nice chunk of us out there who don't have partners. So you're not alone in that way, if it, if it makes you feel any better. And, and the first tip as I was getting to definitely is about um, being proactive. And, you know, the, the suggestions from this uh, researcher basically like volunteering your time. And I know that's a little difficult because of the situation we're in with the pandemic, but there are still places that you can go safely and, you know, give a lending and helping hand to someone that's less fortunate than you are. Uh, so I would strongly encourage that would be an amazing use of your time. And also just like I was suggesting that morning I woke up feeling really down a few years ago, just doing something proactive for yourself and what my intentions are this year being that the weather isn't cooperating, cooperating, um, to just do some proactive stuff for my own personal growth and development. Then just reach out to at friends and family, as I said, and try to do some sort of like communication uh, with them, whether it be a Zoom or a FaceTime or something of that nature. If you have neighbors or you live in an apartment dwelling and there's people in your building and there's a place outdoors, you can kind of congregate for a little bit, maybe just for a very short period of time in a safe way. Perhaps you can have dessert together, maybe kind of appetizers together, maybe you could do a toast together, something like that. 
so that you have some interaction. If you're able to, um, the next suggestion would be to play host. Now, I don't think it's obviously the wisest choice to have strangers in your house this year. Uh, it's just sticking with what a lot of the health officials are su suggesting, but you could host a virtual Thanksgiving feast with some of your friends that may be kind of in the same boat that you are. And um, another tip would be taking a trip. And I don't mean getting on a plane and going to somewhere sunny and warm, although that does sound amazing <laughs> right now. I mean, just getting in your car or getting on a bicycle or whatever it may be and just kind Kind of, and I don't mean bike to go to exercise. Well, that's obviously a definite plus. But if I had no plans to be with my parents this year uh, for the dinner portion of Thanksgiving, I will tell you, I would probably, because I do have a car living in the suburbs part-time, I would most likely get in my car and drive to the shore. It's about an hour and change away from my home in New Jersey. And I find it to be the ocean the absolute most peaceful, serene place. It's my go-to when I can't sleep. That's like my visualization. I think of the ocean and the waves crashing. And I would just bring a chair and bundle up with a blanket and heavy coat, maybe even bring a book, but just kind of enjoy like the serenity and just be grateful for what we do have. You know, there are so many people have so little this year. Um, so many people have lost so much, but there's always something that you can think of that you have more than someone else. I know that I feel extremely blessed, even though I've had a hard year, just like all of you have, that um, I still have my business. I still have my health. I still have my family. Um, I'm much more fortunate than many. I know that, but um, I, I just want to always be mindful of the fact that it could always be worse. So Anyway, that would be something that I definitely would do. And then obviously look on the bright side because you know, when you are married and I can speak firsthand to this, there's multiple families involved and it's often difficult because you have to kind of juggle who you're seeing, when you're seeing them, this one gets jealous, this one's angry. And then when we would get all of the families together, because we both had small families, my ex-husband and I, for the most part, they didn't always get along. So that was stressful, at least for me. So I am grateful not to have that dynamic at the very, <laughs> at the very least. So I hope that this little 411 with me was somewhat entertaining and, and also helped you kind of get through. And feel free to reach out to me if you are feeling down and blue or you just want a lend, um, you know, an ear to bend. I'm always there. Drop a note in the in the comments and I will write you back. And um, I just wish everybody to be healthy and happy and keep your chin up. And we will get through this and enjoy your turkey and your mashed potatoes and your sweet potatoes and have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Thank you for listening to the race for the ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Getting ready in the mornings looks completely different now. Whether you're waking up and heading into the next room for a Zoom meeting or grabbing a mask when you grab your coffee thermos to head out the door, there is no denying it. It's different than it was last year. But thankfully, no matter where you're headed, Grande Cosmetics has something for you to accentuate the features above your mask. Grande Cosmetics, known best for their cult 
favorite lash enhancing serum, Grande Lash MD, creates beauty products with benefits from their Grande Drama Intense Thickening Mascara with castor oil to their Grande Brow Brow Enhancing Syrup with peptides and vitamins for thicker, fuller looking brows. Grande Cosmetics enhances your natural beauty. Find their products at grandecosmetics.com. That's Grande with an E on the end, just like your Starbucks order. Also available at Sephora, Ulta, Morphe, Macy's, and Salon Professionals at Salon Centric. The Race for the Ring listeners can enjoy 15% off their total purchase at grandecosmetics.com with the code PODCAST. That's PODCAST. P-O-D-C-A-S-T, redeemable at grandecosmetics.com, which will be valid through December 31st, 2020. Happy shopping!